Hello and welcome to another episode of Downtown Manam, the podcast. I'm Becca Schoenborn, one of your hosts here with my co-host, Justin Dubuque. That's right. I remember to mention you this time. Thank How you. Nice. Yeah, you did. You forgot me last time. Sometimes you just I forget. about yourself. That's it. <laughs> Come on. Yes, I am here. I'm excited. We got to push this back late in the month, so I just off paternity leave. Mm-hmm. So you thought you were going to get rid of me for a couple episodes, but I couldn't get that lucky, Dustin. I know. Just I know. Kidding. I got rid of you for two episodes. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I figured never you happening me. again. <laughs> <laughs> You'll make this happen no matter what, just because just because you can't. It's you can't. fun. I really like doing this podcast I, with I, you. I will admit, I do too. Oh, that was nice. That's how sweet. I know. I've done actually. Well, the funny part is, is I've done a couple podcasts before. Yeah. And I think you have too. And usually, I kind of like. You know how you get in the modes where, even though you're excited for something, you kind of dr- you kind of dread it. Right. Like when it's coming up. Like mm-hmm. do you ever do that? Like you do events. Oh and yeah. Stuff. You're like, oh, I'm so excited. And then like it's the day of the event, you're like, I'm too tired for I this today. I don't want to do this yeah. at all. Um, I never have that with this. I'm actually Me excited. Either. It's always a fun little activity we get to do. Yeah. Well, and that makes us for, for our guest. So that means, see, we're excited to see you, Ashley. So thank you for being here. This is Ashley DeMuth from the uh, Menominee Area Chamber of Commerce and Visitor Center. Uh, she's the CEO. So welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. You've been on our list of people to have on for a while. So now we just got, we're just checking people off the, we're just, people don't know that we have them on a secret list a secret on the list. computer yeah. of who we want. <laughs> yep. And, and then we're just going down and checking the boxes. So how's it going? It's going good. It's going yeah. good. Everything fun at the chamber? We'll just get right into it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's, it's always fun at the chamber. Yeah. I mean, every day is different, and uh, it's always always exciting. And uh, like you said, you know, sometimes you get uh, at that point where you have things coming up, and you're just like, oh, gosh, uh, you're so excited. And then the day comes, and you're like, oh, it's the culmination of things just happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been so strange because we, we went – gosh, like 20 months, right? Without really like doing, uh, we were doing stuff, but doing different things. And Mm -hmm. so that, that event fatigue and, and getting back in the routine of doing things the way that we used to has really been kind of our chime for the last six or nine months or so. And now that we've reverted back and then we're going forward and it's just this constant tug of war. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that really resonated with me when you said that. So it's all on our toes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. I've, I mean, just recently there was a metal show that I booked at Zymergy uh, Brewing, and I love doing them. It's like one of my favorite things. I can't believe that I'm doing that. And, yeah, I woke up that morning, and I was like, I would love to sit home tonight. Sometimes. The but granted, once you yeah. get there and you're doing it, and exactly. you're like, oh, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. But that, like, couple hours leading up, you're like, oh, I have to leave the house. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really have to psych myself up to go in public. Just in general, <laughs> the other day I had to go to Walmart for a couple things, and I had to, like, really – psych myself up to go to walmart i was like okay you can do this you just need cat litter like you, you can be in and out yeah. it'll be fine 10 minutes that's it <laughs> like you probably won't see anybody that you know but if you do that's fine too <laughs> like, that's like, so funny. i could have just been in and out in the time it took me to like <laughs> mentally prepare walmart pickup has saved my life i, oh oh, it has. I know i, know. The I never think about it early like enough. No, never going back i right. know i do aldi pickup i haven't been inside an aldi in Two years. It's awesome. Not saying, uh, it's just, I don't have to do anything. It's great. Oh, yeah. Um, not we to just completely of, segue off. No, we have important. lots of curbside shoppers that never went back. It's just like, they just are, oh my gosh. they're into it, and that's fine. Yeah. Probably makes your Easy life so much them. easier. Um, it's about the same. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of chamber and fun stuff, is there, what is all going on right now um, before we get into all the fun things the chamber does? But Yeah, I mean, uh, 
I guess kind of first and foremost, our chamber is going through a strategic planning process right now. Yeah. And Fun. I think we've kind of, we've been talking to some businesses about our, our process and what that looks like. And we've realized obviously through all the COVID and the pandemic that we need to pivot. I, I hate that word, but I'll pivot. just keep using it, yes. right? Yeah. I'll just keep pivoting. Um, no, we're, we're really looking at what, what really is the need of our investors, our members, mm -hmm. and, and how have they changed and how do we need to change and evolve based on, on their changes and, um, you know, so we're, we're going through that strategic planning process, and I think that that's really going to shape looking forward what that looks like. But, um, you know, obviously we have some stuff coming up that we're, we're planning for um, our business after hours. You know, check it out on February 14th at Donut Sam's. We're super excited for that. It's a business before, before hours. hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so that. Valentine's Day, right? We didn't want people oh, skipping out on their sweetheart meals. Or, yeah. You know, if you're, going, if you're going home and spending time with your significant other, your dog, or yeah. wh whatever, we want to make sure that you have that time. But... Um, you know, our business after hours has really been a, a good catalyst for us to st kill, still be connecting in small groups and different things. Mm -hmm. And um, then obviously we have some announcements coming out about the annual banquet and our golf outing, our junior chamber career fair. Um, a lot of people don't realize that we do a junior chamber career fair. So we partner with the local high school as well as rural schools. We bring in, I believe, five schools into the Menominee High School and talk with students about career navigation and about jobs that are out there that they can apply for whether in high school or what that career outlook looks like. So oh, cool. um, we really are trying to focus on workforce needs and workforce shortages and different things. And, yeah. Uh, the huge topic of conversation in our strategic planning. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, that, that was going to be my question because you said that COVID changed it all. And I think now that we're kind of like we just said, going back on the, like maybe another month or two of like back on shutdown because our surge is all crazy right now is, is like what are some of the changes you've seen? I mean, workforce I think is probably – huge it feels like that's such a topic of conversation mm -hmm. amongst and everyone you do, i'm sorry no I didn't you're fine you off. no i'm getting ahead of myself go for it i was just gonna say and a lot of your work's related to tourism too right so your your whole life has probably changed yeah. over the last couple of years yeah and that's uh you know we we're our chamber and a visitor center so we're, we're that hub for visitors who are coming to the community we have those kiosks around town mm -hmm. um so you know we have the kiosk in wakanda park up by applebee's at the library in downtown here. So we have the maps and we put out the destination guide and we really try to get people to come here and check things out because we have a, just a dynamite opportunity for visitors to come stay, mm -hmm. spend a weekend or an extended time frame. But um, tourism has been at a, as a, at a low over the last two years. Um, we're starting to see it rebound back up, but from a workforce shortage, that's also affected it, right? Mm -hmm. um, hospitality businesses were down. Uh, they, they had to let staff go or lay them off and, the rebound from that has been really challenging. And when we look at it, it's not just a COVID problem. Mm -hmm. It's also the fact that the baby boomers are retiring out. Right. right. And there just aren't as many people in the workforce now. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of a double whammy. You have COVID and then you have all this less people in the workforce and it's creating some really significant challenges for businesses across the board, all industries. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, the other thing I was, and I'm sure you had this too, but I've been talking to a few people about it too, is just COVID changes the way people think about their lives too mm -hmm. i mean i you know it's we're younger folks sitting around the table and i we hear the young people don't want to work i'm like no it's they've reevaluated. i think what they do Your priorities they yeah. priority like people you know maybe they live off less funds so then they can stay at home with their families more mm -hmm. or they do find a job like my sister She's 40, and she found uh, she now works for a telemarketing company. She loves it. At she, home? Because it's at home. Is mm -hmm. it at home? Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, my gosh. I, I, I used to drive to Eau Claire to, like, work for an insurance company. 
And now I literally go into my office and I sit there from 8.30 to 4.30 mm-hmm. and I get an hour break and guess what? I open the door and that's what I do. Yep. She loves it. I mean, she thinks it's just awesome. So, and, and, and again, back before the pandemic, telemarketing people actually had offices like mm-hmm. for just to do things that they literally learned in two years that, oh yeah, we don't have to pay for rent. Why would we pay for rent? People can do this literally from their couch. And your you work-life know. harmony is so different at that point, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you, you really learn how to balance that in different ways. And who doesn't want to work from home in their pajamas, hands around the table? I mean, oh, I, I know. Would. I'd I do would, it. too. I mean, the kid, I would not be good at it the personally. Kids, but... The kids don't need to be there, though. <laughs> we're, we're people persons, right? Yeah, exactly. that's true. That's yeah. why we run a podcast. So. We're people people. <laughs> it's mostly my pets. Like, <laughs> I think that yeah. my pets would be too distracting, distracting that I wouldn't be able to actually focus, but... A lot of people really like working from home. Yeah. I like all my coworkers too much. They're all my friends. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. The interaction. If You have to be the right type of person. But exactly. there's people like, you know, it, it just goes back to that thing. I think that's like the underlying thing that I don't know if people have really started to pay attention to with their workforce yet. Of, It's not just working from home. It's just the general of what you see as important when it's all taken away from mm-hmm. you mostly. And when you realize that, oh, I like being with my family or I like traveling or I like you know moving away from here which some people have done because mm-hmm. they had the opportunity to move you know um, it'll be interesting to see like kind of what's this year is complete of like where the workforce sits in that regard that's a really hard one for you I'm sure <laughs> it's easier to say oh yeah our baby boomers are retiring and we're you know have less but there's you know the what mental are, thing is different and what are the solutions right because right. because obviously you need money for those solutions or, or you need different tactics and different things and we've been hosting some workforce discovery sessions that have been well attended and, and just talking about what are those needs and give us your feedback and and what are some ideas for solutions and our coffee and commerce have been very workforce based um, you know, we pulled manufacturers together here, gosh, I think two months ago, and we had um, good key stakeholders at the table just really sharing ideas. And I think we're really knocking down some of those silos of uh, let's have conversations because when we're all in this together, we all do better. So um, really interesting bringing people to the table in that way. But workforce is just such a dynamic conversation, and we know that it needs to continue. But, but what do those solutions look like? Mm-hmm. Right. It's not an overnight thing. Right. Yeah, especially in a rapidly know. changing environment in every aspect of our lives too. Sure is. Right. Sure is. Yeah. Yeah. The workforce. At, I applaud you and the chamber for doing for working with all the people you do. That uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a pretty big thing. Well, and the other thing is, is you know, especially being a hub, which chambers kind of are, um, is the fact of you know you're hearing from bigger corporations. You know, we do have you know a lot of factories here in Menominee. So you hear from them, and I'm sure their issues are way different than these Ted's Pizzas are when mm-hmm. it comes to the workforce Much problems. Much bigger scale. So that's even probably tougher is to hear all the different – What compl- again, you work mm-hmm. at the co-op. I'm sure that's a completely different animal there too of like just how you attract folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably tough. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, – we were uh, finalizing our issue generation for the February 23rd Chippewa Valley Rally. We're really excited to be able to offer that again in person this year. Um, last year we offered it virtually, but we have kind of cohort styles and working to keep everybody safe for that in-person event. Um, 
but workforce is is a huge conversation that's going to be happening that from a legislative level. A lot of people don't realize that the chamber is very deeply involved in advocacy, mm-hmm. and we kind of do it behind the scenes. Um, but we do have some of those forefront events like the Chippewa Valley Rally, and uh, you know we're working with the League of Women Voters on school board forums and different things. But um, workforce just a- across the board is just a unified discussion that I don't think is going to go away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I think people will be interested to hear like how diverse your work is at the chamber. It's not just one specific thing or, you know, just doing events or just um, helping with tourism, but like adding in advocacy, advocacy and all sorts of other work besides what people typically think a chamber does. Yeah, and it's <laughs> we were talking just before this, right, about some of the crazy calls we get at the chamber. Uh, every, <laughs> like I said, every day really is is quite different. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, we are not the the chamber of the early '90s anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not just the good old boys club that is having a, a cocktail mixer. We're trying to identify some issues and come up with solutions on that based in our programming and our activities. And we always still will have the business after hours and the get togethers like that mm-hmm. because networking and those connections are important, but how do we take it to the next level so it's beyond that? Mm-hmm. And so that's something that we're constantly trying to evaluate and from the tourism standpoint as well, you know, are, can we be a community hub for events happening? Um, we have a grants process where we, we actually grant out funds to the community um, based on those tourism dollars for events and community beautification and different things. And we're finding that people don't know about this. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you are hosting an upcoming an event or your group is looking to beautify the community in different ways, downtown Menominee, you know, call our chamber and, and talk with myself or Tammy, our tourism director or tourism manager about those grant opportunities because there are funds available to, to help you out. And a lot of people just don't know that that's out there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think that's probably the toughest thing is just what, I think that's a general thing probably for everywhere. Everywhere. Is the funding of where, of what can be where and what is what. And uh, yeah, and I, I think people do forget that there is tourism money out there. I mean, you know, to for people to mm-hmm. bring in things. That's what you want. That's what we all want, right? Right. We want fun things here. Yeah, and tourism isn't doesn't necessarily have to only impact people who don't live here too. Like any of those kinds of things also make our lives more fun for the people who live here in the town too. Yeah. Right. So we still get to go to all the cool things yes. that are happening. Yes. <laughs> we know about them first, actually. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. And what it falls on your workforce thing, I think that's the one thing that always gets, it, it's hard for like downtown. I know we talk mm-hmm. about it, but like for the workforce, people have to live here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like stuff has to happen for people to want to live here. Again, I think that goes with the car. I don't think people move places just for jobs anymore. No. Mm-mm. Like, I just, it's just not a thing. We're 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it might have been, you know. You get the really good job offer, and it's, oh, we'll pack up, and we'll figure it out from there, and we'll see if we like it. Mm-hmm. You know, now, you know, we've, we've had quite a few people on this podcast that have, that have re- kind of transplanted here, and they always just say, like, oh, this is like they scoped Menominee out beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, they were prepared for this. So, yeah, so it's just kind of like, I know rambling, but like a, a thing that, yes, we want people to come and stay and enjoy this town because it helps us, but all those things also reverberate down to the people that, like us, that live here mm-hmm. every well, day. Quality of life is more important now than it's ever been, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Oh, it totally is. Definitely. I mean, I I, I know that we just probably a thing that probably is too recurring on here, but I mean, that's what Beck and I discussed. That's most of the people we have on here. That's kind of what we talk about is mm-hmm. 
has to be a reason to live in Menominee. In a small town specifically. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, that's huge for, I don't know if it's our generation or what, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's my wife and I. I mean, we, we would, I would never, ever work somewhere that I did not like to live. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't happen. Like, there's life's too short for, for that anymore, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I did the opposite. I came here for stout for school like to go to stout and then found a job that I really love and then fell in love with the town in the process because as I started to find out more about the community outside of campus I was like dang this place is cool like nobody told me that Menominee is as cool as it is <laughs> <laughs> like, when you're in just the campus world you don't get outside of that right. very often because your whole circle is usually the same aged people on campus with you so but yeah, that's a common thing. People either find out that it's awesome once they're here because they're here for school or an event or something, or they like some of our guests have purposely opened businesses here because they came to visit and really loved the town, which I didn't realize. Yeah. It's awesome. It is awesome. So then I guess the other kind of thing that spurs off, cause you're, so you're in the Menominee Area Chamber. So like kind of what's the all-encompassing, because... It's not just Menominee. I understand that Dunn County is primarily Menominee when it comes to tourism and such. But so, kind of like, what other focuses are there on this part of the state? Because obviously, you can't just promote to Chippewa. You're trying to get people from way farther than that to want to come here. So that yeah. must be a portion of the the job that is you and Tammy, the tourism manager, that you focus on as well. Yeah, from from a tourism standpoint, our goal really is to bring people from two hours away. Okay. Here. Mm, right. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, we want them to come and enjoy the community, stay overnight, yep. steward our businesses, participate in activities, kind of check things out. We, you know, we, and, and we have different marketing demographics for that. We have kind of our day trips and then we have our overnighters. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of the work that we're doing from a tourism standpoint, you're not even seeing here because right. we're intentional about that marketing at that two plus hours out. So. Uh, really interesting right now we're, we're trying to captivate that Rochester and La Crosse market okay. and then kind of going up in that Rhinelander area. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. and, and obviously digital marketing is where it's at now, right. right? People, that's where people are getting their information. We still do some print marketing and, and generating leads in different magazines and different things. Our destination guide, we're mailing that out to, uh, you know, you'll see that at different visitor centers. And in order to be considered a visitor center, you actually have to carry information about other x amount of information from other communities so there there actually are like guidelines on on what you have to do to be a visitor center which is really interesting but um yeah i guess long story short just the majority of our marketing happens two hours out plus so if you're hosting an event in the community a lot of times we're we're marketing that out so the the mabel's calendar of events you know huge if if your church is hosting something we're if we're notified about it, we're, we're putting that out there. And if you go on the exploremenominee.com website. I love that website. I just yeah. have to yeah. say, it's I a great think website. it's so it's beautiful, isn't it? It's <laughs> it such is. a beautiful website. Yeah, I'm if, obsessed. if anybody is <laughs> out there in the Menominee or listening to this, that is the really nice one website we have in Menominee that's like kind of an all-encompassing of what's going All on. All the site. happenings, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we badly needed it. We've always had it, but it's much better than it's been now. Um, of just like, hey, there's one spot where you can kind of go see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And Dustin, so like Dustin Becca, if you have events taking place, you just go in and you submit an event and we put it on our event calendar. And if it's something that we feel would bring in a tourism draw, 
we will put dollars behind promoting that out. Oh, so yeah, that's cool. Um, that's you know, cool. our goal yeah. is to kind of know about what's happening and tell people how great it is to come here. Mm -hmm. So right. lots of fun things. Yeah. That two hour mark's interesting because that is really like the farthest I'm willing to drive for like a weekend trip too. <laughs> like we'll drive two hours to, yeah, down by La Crosse or Winona or whatever and stay in an Airbnb for the weekend. But that is like two hours is about as long as I want to drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Any farther than that, it's like, okay, maybe I need a long weekend or like an extra day off or traveling basically. Yeah. But but that's the goal, right? Yeah. Like to try to captivate somebody to, if not the first time, how do we get them to come back? Mm -hmm. right. right. Yeah. Where do you see a lot of your, the like kind of visitors coming from? Like, is there, I'm sure you have data that shows kind of, which is why you're probably targeting the areas, but there must be a couple places where you kind of see a continuous like, oh, Menominee does well at getting this region or this group of people for whatever reason. Yeah, it's really interesting because we have um, a strong, and I, I will very, uh, very, very strongly use that word strong. Uh, we have a very strong following from the Twin Cities area. And oh. those are the folks who are coming over for those day trips, maybe not mm -hmm. at the overnight stays, but they're coming over here because they're getting more of the rural experience. And we, we see that being um, an incredible participation mark during the fall so those are the people that want to come check out govins and they want to mm -hmm. see the baby lambs during the spring and um, you know come over here to get pumpkins or uh, we have a lot of people that travel over this way for the for the tree farms which i thought was really interesting but i'm like oh well i guess I if you're coming guess. from the inner city yeah i mean yeah. maybe they want to make that a family experience so we we do see a, a heavy following of day trip um people coming from there but we're also we see a lot of people come from the madison area for like those overnight stays mm -hmm. as well as chicago wow people oh. are coming from chicago yeah Interesting. yeah and the, and they may not be staying for the whole weekend right but it seems like we are kind of that that really good space um if they are traveling to the cities for something mm -hmm. and we're getting a lot of people asking about ev charging stations yes. yeah I've and seen so that. we've yes. talked about we, that recently yeah. yes we, had. we recently had a podcast check it out in the archives with uh xl and city of menominee we kind of mm -hmm. had that discussion on yeah he said how, the same thing that yeah he said it's blowing up right now um if you haven't listened to it, it's great on mm -hmm. electric cars and charging stations and how you know their excel's really trying to work i'm sure you know yeah to get them very much out in this region because so many people are getting that switch and trying to get ahead of it now mm -hmm. now that they're actually accessible to humans now yeah. you know like <laughs> affordable like affordable we can, you affordable. Mean. <laughs> we can actually yeah exactly we can actually us that's around this table probably could go buy one now it's taken a while but we can do it it, it could happen it could happen and they have so many models now but i know <laughs> uh but if you look at the ev charging maps uh, which we're actually going to be including in our destination guides now because there's such a call for it mm -hmm. we i mean we're right off of 94 and and if you look at from madison to the twin cities at the stops, we're one of the key stops for EV charging stations, even though we have we have some, mm -hmm. not enough not in my enough. opinion. Yeah, it's enough. growing, but that's definitely an area that we're looking at of how do we captivate those people. If they need to do a trickle charge and stay overnight, you know, what options mm -hmm. are there for, for hanging out here in the community? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because if you do drive an electric vehicle, you really do need to map out your... <laughs> your route more so than just getting in your car and hoping for the best like I've done <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because there's a gas station on every other corner basically, yeah. but having a charging station for a vehicle, you really have to map that out a little bit more closely. Yeah. And I just, I just, going. And it, not, but just based off that, I just read an article the other day too. Cause now ever since we've kind of had the discussion with Excel, mm -hmm. now it's like in my mind, um, 
of the average person who needs to charge their car on like a road trip or you know like a couple hours stays for two hours mm-hmm. and like that's why it's so important for like smaller towns i'm like so if somebody charges they are gonna kill time right. somewhere and do something most of them aren't just gonna sit in their car for two hours they're gonna go eat somewhere grab a beer somewhere go shop or something so that's the reason why for small towns are so important i mean obviously for the other reasons too but why not get ahead of the curve so that's 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 cool yeah interesting yeah constant conversations constant conversations the other thing i would say too is i I think my wife and i have gotten a little bit more into also when we kind of go stay places we usually break up the stay amongst multiple towns too you know i i I don't i don't see us like rarely going somewhere especially if we have a car like our own car that if like we went for four days there's a very little chance i stay in this town unless it's obviously a huge city for for the four days, I'll totally break it up. Like when you were saying, like, oh, this is like a breakup period. Like, come stay with me for a night. It'll just kind of break up the uh, the life you lead and stuff. So yeah, that's interesting. Huh. Cool. Well, what uh, other fun stuff do you I have to talk about? Say. Is there any other chamber-related things, or do you want to tell us how you ended up in this Yeah, town? right. I heard everyone does that on this podcast. Yeah. Yes, everyone wants uh, to tell us how they ended up here and why. Are you a transplant like me, or are you a townie like Dustin? That's true. I mean, I'm kind of both. See, that's mm. right. I'm both. I'm not a townie. Yeah. Technically not, but You're I am like in the county. You're like townie adjacent. So, so are you, adjacent. though. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, fun fact, I actually, I grew up technically my younger years in phoenix arizona oh so when we're talking about like all these all these big cities that was my jam um i learned you know i lived there learned how to drive there Mm -hmm. um i went to colfax high school here went to stout so i'm i'm a stout graduate cool um oh really i guess i didn't what did you graduate with at stout voc rehab oh yeah so workforce workforce is my thing yeah yeah i was gonna say that's right up your alley alley. i don't think i ever knew that but uh, yeah, I mean, I I've I've been in the area. I stayed in the area. My husband and I have a small hobby farm over in Colfax. So, you know, that's so always cute. that's an adventure mm-hmm. every day. Especially what kind of animals here. do you have? I was just yeah. gonna say it was funny. I had the question in my head. I'm like, are we gonna ask what animals we have? Becca? <laughs> you knew because I would. we know. I'm like Becca has to know what animals are on the hobby farm. So we we do beef. Okay. We do beef. We mm-hmm. used to do swine. Uh, I have two children. And a husband. They count Are as they animals, the animals? Right? Okay. Yeah. I was like, animal uh, children? Or I don't know. She's like, she goes right from cows to, well, family too. Or yeah, whatever. I guess I have kids too. So, so, we, so we have beef. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of turned my ear to that agriculture side mm-hmm. of business quite a bit too to learn, to lean into that. But I love the community and just, and just never left. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really captivated it. And I think Becca and I are, are great success stories of Stout. You know, they're always trying to keep students here in the community. We, yeah. we always are. And, and here we are. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah town it. sucks you in. Town I'm convinced. Sucks you in. <laughs> it really does. It's just like a yeah, a little, just like a little slice of heaven. I'm sure everybody doesn't think that. A little that, slice of heaven. Listen to you. I also I grew up in Appleton, so <laughs> I grew up in a bigger city too. Oh, okay. So like this is a pretty small town for me yeah. to live in. I never guessed that I would stay here, but once I started meeting other community members and people who've lived here for a long time, I was like, hmm, I get it. I see why people live here now. Like, that makes sense to me. Yeah, well, and it has everything that you need, right? Mm -hmm. I I mean, it really does. And and you get to know everyone. Everyone knows everyone, but it's enough that everyone doesn't know it. Yeah, right. right. I I know. I was even at at a uh, place last night, and I, I looked around, and I was like, I don't know very many people in here. Nice. <laughs> I was at that like, same cool. place last night. Yeah. I thought the same thing. I was like, Gal, I, I don't know that table, this table, or that oh, table. Wasn't that great? What a treat. 
What a treat. <laughs> well, but, it, but it's fantastic to see the different yeah, populations and markets mm-hmm. of folks getting exactly. out, stewarding the businesses. and Yeah. Yeah, and there's just so much excitement happening in Menominee with new businesses and grand openings and mm-hmm. um, just a lot of positive change happening, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Menominee's going through a transition right now. I think a lot of towns will this year and going into next just because of coming out of COVID and all the change. Again, people realizing what's important in life and you know some businesses will come and go because of that but then i think businesses who sat around for a year at home and never thought they would ever open a business mm-hmm. thought to themselves like gosh wouldn't it be so much better if i didn't have to go back to the job that i was at that i'm now not at because of a pandemic and now i could go do this mm-hmm. that i like never thought i would shop for example yeah i mean the candy <sighs> store that when we had barb on i hadn't gone in there yet and i was, oh. i went in there finally and it is dangerous. Oh, I dangerous. Got Don't go. You can't. Everything. You can't go. I bought all the things. It's so good. It's you so can't good. go. Ice in. cream cupcakes? Are you kidding me? That uh, was my dream what? come true. That exists? Yeah. Okay, now I got to They're in the freezer, um, obviously. They're ice cream. Of course, <laughs> they're in the freezer. <laughs> Never going to forget that Honey, I said that. They do have, they do have macarons <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, it's I'm like a, huge a fan. So cupcake cut in half with ice cream in the middle and then icing and oh God. toppings on the top. Well,. Yeah, oh life changing. Yeah, uh, if you want to listen to that podcast, we have that of Barbara. Just plug in every episode. Plug in <laughs> other episodes now that, <laughs> that we've done it. That used to be our building. Enough. Yeah, yeah, used to be yeah. In there. Well, Dustin and I used to be in there. Well, yeah, oh yeah, it was our we offices. Were in downtown Menominee. Yeah, we were in there. And now look at it. Well, and you know, I was just filling out something for them today, and I was rethinking of them, and they are the epitome of that. I mean, mm-hmm. they bought a building. Pandemic hits. It'll they were gonna f- put in office spaces. They didn't know what to do, so they're like, "Oh, we'll just throw some candy in the front. It'll be cute." And then two weeks in, they were like. So people like this. <laughs> people awesome. like candy. So maybe we should just get some more. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like branched to this huge, you know, now they're, they have everything. now they're in a candy business that they probably had absolutely no plan to do, which they haven't. If you choose on the mm-hmm. podcast and said that that was never, a surprise even to them. never <laughs> a plan that they were going to now sell candy the rest of their probably lives. Cause I don't know how they're going to get out of here alive if they ever leave. Honestly, fun retirement plan. If you ask me. Right. Right. What it, Menominee was missing an old fashioned, like ice cream parlor candy store. Yeah, exactly. You see that in so many other communities. And when, mm-hmm. when she pitched that concept saying, Oh, you know, we're thinking about doing this. Uh, it was like, yes, yes, yes mm-hmm. it is. It needs to happen and it needs to happen now. Yep. And we had Barbara with us on an entrepreneurs in action um, event here a couple weeks ago and it was really fun hearing their story and the learning lessons right because I, I think they carry such incredible merchandise and they mm-hmm. have the international candies and different things but kind of the learning lesson about supply chain disruption oh yeah it has been just crazy and, yeah. and you wouldn't think it affects everyone the way that it does but it really does oh it does yeah <laughs> so it, it the, hearing just the evolution of that business has been really captivating and I think um, we try to get young professionals as involved in everything as we possibly can. We, we have a static young professionals program that has a monthly calendar and they're out there throwing out events. This last Tuesday, they had a wellness event. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's via Zoom right now, but we're really hoping in February to kick off in person again with that. But, um, you know, it's refreshing for them to hear some of these entrepreneur stories right. that they can make their dreams come true. And this wild idea coming to life um, before their eyes. Mm-hmm. And a few of them have shared with us like, oh, God, Barbara's story was really touching and mm-hmm. really put out there. So Right. Yeah. You can do anything you want. 
Anything you're just you full of, of quotes. Yeah, what? The chamber should just start. <laughs> do you need that PR? Per, do you need a PR person? Is it obvious that I have a marketing professional? Uh, yeah. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you just, just can't turn it off. Just I'm over here today. just quoting herself. It's, um, be, it's because we're not recording in the morning this uh, that's time. That's right. So you're I'm more, like, more awake. I spent my whole morning doing marketing stuff. <laughs> you're ready I to go. I can keep going. <laughs> um, before we get you out of here, um, what are some of the other things that you like to do that isn't work since we usually stick with so much of that? But Gosh, when I, uh, I love bowling. Life. Bowling. I know. I was just going to say, I know bowling. bowling is the thing. Yeah, fun fact. Have you ever played that game, Two Truths and a Lie? Yep. Yes. Yeah, so uh, my name isn't actually Susan, mm-hmm. right? I'm a state bowling champion, and I once had a pet monkey. So, so you're your bowling champion and you're a pet monkey? Is that what you're saying? No. I'm no is your name actually Susan? <laughs> yeah. No way. Are yeah. you lying to me? Yeah, my name is not actually Ashley. Really? It's my middle name. I've never gone by my first name. Well, that's how my but dad was. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Like, she lying see her or face not, right now. Like, <laughs> like, no, I've never had a pet monkey. I'm a state bowling champion. Well, the state bowling champion, I knew that because I know you're a bowler. Susan, yeah, never would have guessed. I'm just you're not a just, Susan. <laughs> you tell this. You realize this is now recorded, right? I know, I'm, like the whole world now. What knows. a mistake! Everybody's gonna call the chamber and be like, "Can I talk to Susan?" Oh my gosh, what a mistake <laughs> that you made. I'm April gonna Fool's Day. Expect, a, expect tell, a call from me. I'm going to tell. We're not even going to put your name on the title of this podcast. <laughs> People are going to search. They're like, who is that? Yep. And they're going to be like, that's Susan, CEO of the chamber. And it's then everyone's going to be, what's going on? Who? I'm like, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, oh Ashley, my Ashley got fired. Nobody even knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they hired already? Becca's Nobody over even knew him. losing it. Becca's <laughs> over here. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, we, we love bowling. You'll find us mm-hmm. at, at local bowling alleys. We really love that. And, um, we love spending time with our kids. I'm an avid reader. Mm. Like I, I, I'm an insane reader. I read three to four books a week. Oh, good like for you. I spend a lot of time reading. Well, but I've yeah. been trying to read the same book for two years. <laughs> I know. We've had this discussion with Becca. She does not read. Oh. Actually, she I did tries. find a book recently. I went to Barnes and Noble over the holidays because I oh, God, can't. I love Barnes and Noble. There's one in Appleton, yeah. and I had to. We had to go there while we were there. It's obviously. like a rite of passage when you're in the area. Yeah, I yes. did find a book that I'm sec- I'm almost done with it. And I just bought it a few weeks ago, which oh, that's is very fast for me. For so <laughs> maybe I'm a reader now. Who knows? You just, you just need to find the right book. Exactly. Right? Yeah, you need to find your right momentum. Last year, my whole plan was to read 10,000 pages because mm-hmm. I just didn't read as much as I used to. And I, I think I ended up like 14,000. That's because I stayed on a path. I was like, okay, this is what I know I like. So just mm-hmm. stick with just keep going. Stick with this. Yeah. And, if I, and I also have learned I am now a – it took me a while to get to this way in life. But like I don't have to finish this book if it's not what I want to read. I always like had mm-hmm. that completionist mentality, you know, where you're like, oh, 150 pages in, I have 200 pages left, I've made the commitment. Nope. But if you're bored, why? Just, no more. Just I'm put just it back like, on the shelf, yeah. oh, I am done with this book and I'm never going to touch it again because I don't need to read it. Oh, no. I love books. Oh, mm-hmm. I can just read, 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 read. So what's uh, what's the go to reading before we. Uh, oh, thrillers. Ooh. Thrillers. Mm-hmm. Thrillers. And we, we have a, we have a, uh, one of. One of my teammates in the office, right? She listens to murder documentaries. Me too. And I'm like, I'm a, I pod- I c- I'm a podcast I couldn't, listener. I couldn't do the murder podcast. I could read it. I could read it. But I, I, just I read a lot of murder mm-hmm. inspired books. See, I think that was my really? issue. Is I was trying to. I was in the wrong genre of books. As soon as I got like a mystery thriller, I was like, yeah. oh my god, I can't put this down. Which yeah. I was like, of course, that's the kind of book that I'm gonna like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love reading. Why didn't I think of that? Of, like, I love reading all like the true stories of true crime and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't listen to podcasts yeah. ever really either, but I'll read it. Oh, I listen to I, – I like podcasts. I, oh. I love them. Me too. But I know, Dustin, we, we definitely share our passion. We love live music. Yes. We were talking we about that before you got love here. Live yeah. music. It's like the greatest feeling of all time is yeah. live music. Like, I, I don't even care what concerts I go to. I just miss going to music. Right. Like, I exactly. just want to go – 
to a concert and dance with my friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Ugh. So anytime there's music happening in the community, I mean, that's that's my jam. You can yeah. find one of the three of us there, probably. Yeah, and the community's getting us, yeah. better with, uh, like, there's some more music, and it's different. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've started to see, like, the uh, changes into, like, some different, like, genres, like, from country to, like, rock to, mm-hmm. it's You're not, like, the same. Shows yeah, it's not the same, like, you know, no offense, the same handful of bands that played a lot of these places. Which are great. Which are great. We love them all. But it was always, it's so much nicer now that I've started to see pockets and changes of like, oh, we have this. Or the Mabel's changed up, I think, quite a bit too, of bringing in different music too. So I think that helps. Mm -hmm. But all right, we got to get you out of here. But we always in the podcast, which you said you've listened. I don't know if you listen all the way to the end. Um, the real test. The real <laughs> <laughs> if they don't listen to the end, they won't know my name is not actually. Ashley. That's true. You're right. And most, and probably, I don't know. I don't know. Probably plenty of people don't. Um, if so you've made it this far. Congratulations. Congratulations. You've you now know met something Susan. super fun about Ashley <laughs> or Susan. Um, all right. So we have the podcast. Same two questions to every guest. Um, mine always is, uh, what's your favorite movie? Gosh, my favorite movie. And I always just say, which is repetitive now, mm-hmm. just go to the one that oh, comes to mind immediately easiest i don't need i you know i know you're not a movie person we've had this discussion yeah. Yeah. but there has to be some even if you go back to your childhood like what was that one night was repeat the never-ending story oh there you go mm-hmm. yep. yeah everyone has one everyone has that one as a kid where they it was like the vhs and it just was like click rewind and you just blow and you will you have keep blowing through it a lifetime of being terrified of quicksand for the rest of, i mean just like, <laughs> like I'm why did we think I'm quicksand, gonna quicksand was going to be such a big deal and my wife have had this discussion multiple times why were we times. so afraid of quicksand as why kids like it's as not as a kid <laughs> was quicksand and escalators the way you were dying <laughs> i bet uh, yeah you're going to get stuck and then like sucked into, into the, escalator. the escalator or you're hot tubs die. was the other one oh, yeah. no, always I, if you go close to the vent in the middle it's ripping you, you. like why is it a thing why was that thing? I've never seen quicksand in real life. I, I don't just, know why I was. I am about pretty it. sure quicksand barely exists. I don't know. It's just mud. I just, you know, <laughs> but here's the thing. I, I was hunting this fall. I'm a hunter. Mm-hmm. I'm a deer hunter, and I got stuck in the swamp. And it literally, I'm a short person, right? I'm tiny. I'm swampy water and like swampy. It literally, it was, it was up to the middle of my thigh and I panicked. I was like, (laughs) it's the never ending story and I'm going to die and my horse is going to get taken by the quicksand. Um, I promise I've evolved since then. So now that I've, now that I've made some time, Die Hard. So I'm a Die Hard fan, like all the Die Hard movies and Mm -hmm. Bruce Willis is just fantastic. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll I'll, I'll say Die Hard, Die Hard's my, where it's at now. I like it. Yeah. Um, I just really like to eat food, so I want to know what kind of good food you've eaten lately. Oh, I'm an ethnic food fan. <gasps> Me too. And and that's something that I love to see that Menominee is really starting to diversify mm-hmm. some of their menus, even from a seasonal standpoint. Right? Yes. They're doing just such a great job. Um, but if there is any kind of Thai or spicy, oh, like yeah. Asian spicy food, that's that's Yum. what I love. I absolutely love it. Okay. That's delicious. My that Mine is yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. So well, look at that. You've completed this, Susan, and we appreciate you for being here. <laughs> I'm just never going to live it down. Uh, can, we, I, can we edit that out? Like we we did say how we have never really had to edit. Maybe this is it. But we've we've jammed it too much into the you podcast. It would be way too much. Why did I say that out loud? You Why did, did make a mistake on this. I know, but. Don't worry. You'll never you'll never forget it. It's oh, man. I've fun. said some some questionable, not questionable things, but just things that I am embarrassed about later on that I'm never going to. you think about it? 
I'm like... never going to stop thinking about it <laughs> for the rest of my life. Cool. Um, so, okay, final plugs. Where can people find the Chamber Hours? Facebooks and social medias and stuff. Yeah, so we are now, uh, we moved last year to North Menominee. We've officially been there a year. Um, so we are in the Wilson Creek Business Complex. So we're in the same building as Thrivent Financial and Jackie Hunt State Farm. Um, so we're suite three there. We are open Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. Um, sometimes we're doing things on nights and weekends, too, because we're a chamber and we're all in um, and a visitor center. Uh, but feel free to check us out. We do have the two websites. We have menomineechamber.org and exploremenominee.com. So for the chamber and the visitor center, lots of ways to get involved. If you're looking at volunteering, getting involved on a task force or committee, um, and if you're interested in learning about what it means to be a chamber investor, give us a call and we can talk about how to benefit your business. Look at awesome. that spiel. Yeah. Good job. Dang. You're a professional. Susan. I <laughs> <laughs> wasn't going to say that. <laughs> well, on that note, thanks for listening to another episode of Downtown Manam. We'll see you next time.